Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Hi folks and welcome to Zompocalypse Now and this is a slightly different format than you may be used to if you're listening to our show uh, on a regular basis. If this is your first time, welcome. I am Timothy Harvey. And I'm Dustin. Can, can I tell him, Tim? Yeah, you can tell him, Dustin. <laughs> can I tell them? Uh, so uh, we got Mo Collins to come on our show, you guys. <laughs> it, it only took me asking one time. I'm shocked and, and amazed. And, and now here she is. Say hello, Mo. Oh, hello, Mo. <laughs> 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 I love that, but I made you ask, didn't I? You, you did. You yes, su- I... you suggested it. You know, you you said you should. It's just like you know what? Sometimes you just all you have to do is ask. And and I I hyperventilated into a bag uh, because yeah, I, good. Mo, I have to tell you, I have been like such a big fan of yours for just decades like because you were you know you started off on mad tv yeah and that's where i saw you first myself um we are um i'm oh geez i'm 50 this year so i remember mad tv beautifully uh and clearly and it's uh, it was a wonderful uh god i laughed so hard with that show and i'm Um, i'm a i'm a and like I to the point I was such a mad TV fan that remember like last year when that guy got hired on Saturday Night Live and then he turned out was like did racisms and then um, yeah and then like in his like oops I got fired from mad T- or from from Saturday Night Live before I even made an episode he's like I guess I was just more of a mad TV person and I was just like yeah. I on my own was offended for the show I was like how dare you <laughs> yeah that, that was uh that was uh inappropriate i thought you know it's yeah. just, uh, because because you know obviously having been on the show um i knew how well we rode the line of you know being mm-hmm. offensive and crossing the line like it, it was very important to us and so to put us in some category of being this uh racist or something it was like no right. no not at all not at all and you know yeah. that show has has produced I, I you know in the short time that it was on compared to the other saturday night uh show it produced some yeah. just such amazing talent nicole sullivan key and peel and all the great stuff that they've done over the years it's just yeah. like i've followed so many i've so many of the people that i have looked up to as a as a as a writer and performer in comedy have been from that show so yeah there like, was you know. really just the just the best of the best i really did uh, get a great group to work with you know fantastic fun we had that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> well we won't spend too much time on on mad tv but it's i thought it was weird uh i mean weird you can't see my air quotes but i thought it was weird when the the cast when you're when you first started on fear of the walking dead when it started the yeah. cast started coming out how many funny actors or, or people who had been primarily known for comedy were cast in that season 
um, you know. Oh, you mean like Chill and I? Yeah, like, yeah, I was about to say, Daryl Mitchell, Jenna Elfman. Yeah. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, Garrett Delahunt, like, he is hilarious. He and, is hilarious. You know, Maggie Grace, I don't necessarily, I mean, I can't speak to her comedy oeuvre, but I definitely, yeah. you know, it was like, it was like, this hard reboot is like really searing, fun, like, funny. Well, I mean, you guys know being fans, I'm sure, of both shows, as I have been for years, um, there there comes a point where it's such a heavy world <laughs> that mm. it's sort of, I think that the producers just went, let's, uh, let's show that comedy does not die in the apocalypse. Mm. Let's, uh, you know, that in, in fact, it can be sort of a survival tool, if you will. We certainly use it in our life, don't we? Humor to oh, yeah. laughter being the best medicine, as they say, you know, so shouldn't, shouldn't be a reason for, for wit and humor to, to die. Oh, well, yeah, especially considering that the, one of the major complaints you sometimes get, especially with, with the, you know, The Walking Dead as opposed to Fear the Walking Dead, is just how grim the show can be. And Exactly, yeah. I, I know for a fact that, you know, they did want to bring levity to the dark world, you know, especially mm-hmm. Fear had been getting very dark. And uh, I think they just, that was very much their intention, was to sort of, give relief to the audience a bit, you know, just some reprieve because it's brutal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we did more than once described uh, uh, Walking Dead as misery porn, you know, where it's just like, oh, <laughs> what horrible thing could happen to these people next? How many babies well, are going to be eaten? Seriously. I know, but, you know, you think about, like, when when Glenn, sadly, was killed and how much that affected the audience. They lost a lot of viewers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just too emotional, too hard. That was brutal. And so, yeah, levity is not such a bad choice for to bring into the world. And man, I was happy to do it. And something else, I, I know that, I mean, it's not really, you know, you, you're not really the person to be asking, but he's not here, so I'm going to ask you. Uh, I mean, to, to cast Daryl Mitchell as... Somebody with a disability in this world, like that is, you know, you never think about how are the people who are in wheelchairs or, you know, terminally ill or whatever gonna gonna Uh, fare in this universe. And, you know, it's just so interesting to see that on your show. It is so, so, so interesting to see that. And it just goes to show like that survival in that world doesn't have to just be about, you know, your physical body, but your will to survive, you know, and your, uh, your, your core group, your advocates, you know, what, mm-hmm. how we lean on each other to get through. And uh, so I just thought it was such a, such a brilliant choice to put him in. And, and he's just killing it. You know, he's just, he's so incredible. I just, out there, he is deep in it, man. There are some moments that we just, we just laugh our butts off because it is, such a compromising situation, you know, mm-hmm. not only what is being done script wise, but literally the, the landscape that we're traversing, <laughs> you know, there's points just trying to push the chair through like tall grass and rocky terrain. It's just, um, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. But we, 
we managed to absolutely laugh our butts off <laughs> as a way to get through it, you know? So He's how did you, did you, um, did they approach you for joining the cast or did you go, did you pursue this? Was this like a, you saw like, Hey, there's a, there's, you know, they're casting for the new season, you know, well, I want it or. Actually, uh, I did get a call for a same day audition and, uh, you know, I was busy that day and almost didn't go, but I just, you know, cause I thought, Oh my gosh, fear the walking dead. I'll never get cast on this. It's a drama. And, uh, I decided to move my schedule around and I went because I thought, well, it'll be smart to show the casting director another side to me. Mm-hmm. Um, as it turns out, it was, I got the audition because the executive producers said to bring me in. And then uh, the next day, you know, when I went to meet them, because I think they just sort of wanted to make sure that I could act. <laughs> and, uh, but they brought me in. And they said, you know, your character, Gina, on 40-Year-Old Virgin? And they said, her, that's who we want. So I was like, all right, let's go stir some beef. And uh, that was, that's what I said. And then, lo and behold, that was in the script. But honestly, uh, Gina is what got me the role of Sarah. <laughs> That is hilarious. I, I, I know. This, that's another thing that I really love. Like, um, I mean, I don't know if you listened to any of our, our episodes before this, but I have sometimes, had a chance. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, oh, that's totally fine. We're terrible. And we, <laughs> we, we have a tendency, you know, like I actually live just, just south of Austin in the Hill Country. In fact. Oh, you do? Oh, yes, cool. In fact, I live about. 600 yards away from 7A Ranch, which you guys... Oh, wow. And I cannot even tell you, like, to sit in my house and look out the window and see the lights from the filming. I like, there are... I have so many chairs with just, like, nail marks in it where it's like, I grew up going and crawling around that place at night. Like, I could go in there. I could get into that set so easily... Uh, but then I knew no I would just, way. you know, pepper Jenna Elfman with questions about Darman and Greg, and then it would have been a bad scene. So I decided I against it. I just love that story. That is really cool. I cannot that tell you how many times I've told him that uh, he he's going to get arrested if he tries that. So he needs to not do that. It it got mo. It yeah. got so bad that I know. Oh my gosh. I knew the sign, the symbol for your set. And I would be driving down the road and I would see the symbol for your set and my daughter would say, don't. Like, I'd be like, I could just go. I can go. I can go right now. I know exactly where they are. And she'd be like, no, dad, please just go home. <laughs> hey, remind me which, which location that was, the ranch. Which one? Um, oh, gosh. Do you know? It was the, it was the, uh, the original, um, the original, uh, uh, shootout shootout pete's or whatever that they went to where they first met uh met met back up with dwight um oh okay okay yeah not the one not the one conspicuously in the middle of a field that you guys ended the season at (laughs) all right but the yeah the other one gotcha okay that is right i don't know if i got to that one yet no i don't think you. i don't think i was there but yeah, I had to. I, I chased a rabbit for a second. What I wanted to say was, I 
you know, we brought up Gina and that character. And I, one of the things that I really love about Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead is that they have such a distinct and different voices, not only for the male characters, which you expect, you know, hard sci-fi to, you know, go, but the women, like, you know, Sarah and and before, before uh, you know, you guys got there, uh, Madison was just such a strong, you know, yeah. woman. And I know. know it's it's so incredible, isn't it, that there's actually an array of really strong women. It's not just sort of one. Okay, let's have one strong prototype of a female. Yeah. You know, it's like. They're or even all... one type. You're all so, you, yeah. you all have such different strengths and such, like, I mean. So different. I, we were talking about, uh, you know, Fierce, the, the Walking Dead is coming back. And the yeah. internet got all up in arms because set some photos that were released show uh, Daryl and Carol walking, like, through a forest. And they're like, we ended the season with them trapped on a rock surrounded by zombies. And I was like, yeah, because they're going to kill off the basically the two leads of the show <laughs> in the first episode. They're, you know, and the fact that yeah. Carol, uh, that, you know, Melissa McBride is a woman in her 50s. She's playing a woman yep. in her 50s. And she's essentially the the lead female on this show she's been there the longest she's the longest yeah running she's female so character. great she's my fave yeah i just you know I, I that's one of the her. things i really respect about this particular property i totally agree i mean i gotta tell you you know i'm i'm 54 and for me to you know first of all have come from comedy and then to all of a sudden uh you know i look at these pictures or watch the show and i'm like how did I get to be a 50 something year old badass? Like how, <laughs> what path is this? This is amazing. You know, it's just, it's just so unexpected and cool. I love it. For folks and Dustin and I have talked a little about this on the show from our own experience, but what's a, what's a work day like for you? on set? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brutal um and lovely i mean it's it, it's the hardest i've ever worked and it's the most uh gratifying as well but i'm telling you what we uh we do some very long days out in some extreme elements whether it's cold or hot you know we've got the the landscape and the bugs and uh we're not it's nowhere close to glamorous <laughs> It really is just absolutely a filthy, awesome mess. It's so great, uh, but it's brutal. It's it's really, really hard. You're not you're not chilling out in your trailer. You know, you're you're not even like a lot of the times. There's not even you know. You'd have to walk a ways to get to the chair where you can kind of sit for a second. So you find yourself just plopping down wherever you can because it gets to be like you're so your body is so worked some days that you just sort of need to squat down and chill and wait for the next shot instead of walking a ways to a chair to sit down. It's just that that starts to look like it'll take too much energy. You really have to pace yourself and conserve yourself. And, and that's not just me in my fifties saying that that's, that's pretty much everybody, you know, it's, it's a very demanding 
day. And so like when you see certain shots, you know, um, okay, running up a hill. Well, guess how many times we have to do that? <laughs> you know, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's not just, it may just be the one scene in the show, but we do that numerous times, you know? So it's, it's a lot. It's really cool though. It's really yeah. cool. It, because at the end of the day, you just, you, you know, or the all nighter, if it is, and you're just like, wow, I did that. You know, it's really cool. It makes you stronger. You know, yeah, uh, but not they're, to, they're hard days. Yeah, me and Tim, we met on uh, on the set of a of an independent film uh, called American Maniacs, and it was filmed in Kansas in December, and it was negative sixteen degrees the entire time mm. we filmed, and Rough. we, you know, stood out like. Our poor, our poor, you know, lead actress had to like run through, run through a field of snow and a, a nighty yeah. and just like over and over and over. And it was just, yeah, I understand that. It's the brute brutality. Yeah, yeah. We had one recently that I, of course, can't talk of, but it pushed, it pushed the boundaries, man. <laughs> you, just, yeah. you just want to go to the writers and go, you come out and do one day. And then take yourself back <laughs> and see what you write. <laughs> you know, like, you don't know what you're writing. It's like that. This is you're writing fiction, but we are real people. This is hard. Yeah, yeah, it's something. It's really cool, though. So, can we ask? I want to talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the last couple of episodes of yeah. this last season. And let's kind of. I want to sure. kind of get a little. You know. Like because I thought that the the way that things were ha- the things happened, especially with with uh, meeting that new group of people and you know trying to you know get to the pistol Pete's or whatever it was called out in the middle of nowhere and was just such yeah. a tense like run and then you know to actually get there and then lose immediately all of that hope was really such a and to be captured was such an interesting choice. What was that, you know, what do you, how do you feel about those choices that were made? Uh, how do I feel about those choices? That was really hard. It was really, really hard. I mean, um, because just, you know, you get, you get so attached to these characters and you get so inside of it and it becomes, it just really feels real when you're doing it. And so, and you're watching everybody get separated. And certainly I know for uh, Chill and I, the moment with Sarah and Wendell mm. being separated, it, it was so hard to shoot it. It was so, oh, it was so brutal. And I, I, I did have anger and I, I did want to cry and I did cry, you know, cause it, it, it also, it's like, and I don't know when I get to work with this person again. You know, there's that element. So it's like, it, it really was sad. It really was, uh, you know, it really was hard. Because like I said, we don't know when people are going to meet up again or if, you know, they'll meet up. So that was, so it really was a feeling of a loss. That was very hard. It was just, oh, brutal. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, this is actually, I mean, Virginia made a really good decision to to separate because this is not a group of people you are going to want 
in the same camp, they're going to MacGyver their way out to if they were together. <laughs> so, right, yeah, and you know, I, when it happened too, of course, I'm always trying to look at that glass half full, and I go, well, from the producer's standpoint, it is it is a very interesting prospect to see what does connection look like when you're not actually together. You know, how does it manifest? Do is does do you hold on tighter? Do you let go? Uh, you know, is it love the one you're with? It's all of that. It's just I thought that was a really interesting element to 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 go into. You know, um, so that sort of put my mind at ease. Going well, okay, I see what could happen here. You know, story wise. So yeah. When um, okay, so obviously we can't. Well, we could ask. <laughs> We could ask you all kinds of you questions. That you, yeah, exactly. You and, can ask anything. <laughs> and, um, but, um, so, what do you want to see out of this upcoming series se season? Oh. See, I didn't. I, I didn't ask you what was happening. I said, "What do you want to happen?" It's <laughs> want to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, I personally want to see um i want to see more about who sarah is because mm -hmm. uh, i feel as the actress that portrays her like i still don't have a lot of information on her and if i feel like i don't i know the audience does mm -hmm. um so that's uh, my own selfish <laughs> desire uh i would like to know more about her because i absolutely love her but just don't know very much about her. I know how she, you know, I always joke with everybody that uh, Sarah's it's action figure, Sarah, you know, she's <laughs> always, she's just always on the move, man. And there's, there's times where I go, wait, does this make Sarah in two places at once? Like, is she that good? <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of cracks me up sometimes, but um, we know, we know how capable she is in so many ways, but I'd still just like to know more about her and uh, what moves her. What, uh, how much, um, you know, actors will build up their own headcanon, their own backstory. How much, how much yeah. backstory have you been given for her and how much have you come up with on your own that's just your own personal thing that isn't really, you know, it's like, isn't necessarily uh, canon or whatever, but I mean, it's, it's your own personal. Yeah. Uh, well, honestly, it's like, what, what was I told? She's an ex Marine. She left, uh, when, cause she didn't like what they did to her brother. Um, I know that, uh, you know, Sarah and Wendell kind of were out doing their own thing for a very long time, living like dogs, essentially. Um, I'd like to know more about that. That'd be, interesting because how dark did things get for them? Um, what else do I know about her? I mean, uh, she's, she's a loyal one. She's extremely loyal. And I would say to the detriment of her own safety. Um, yeah, she puts value on others perhaps more than herself. And, and I think that she sees a lot of her self worth, in terms of how much she can do for other people to help them survive. Mm. Those are some things I know, <laughs> you know, as far as like uh, the whole brother sister thing, I've, I've 
put into my head some possibilities of how that is, you know, because we don't have a complete answer on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do feel that Sarah and Wendell have been together, be it through adoption or some situation, foster care, where they both, they both just uh, glommed onto each other as family at a very young age. So it's fun, I think, about them, uh, you know, like when Sarah and Wendell are in the truck and they're playing the game where they make, do the little markings and uh, for, for when they kill the walkers. Um, I think of, I like to think of them when they were kids playing games yeah. before the world went haywire. Not, notching you know, cows, just, you know, oh, there's a cow. Yeah. Or, you and know. so there's always, when we do those kinds of scenes together, just Sarah and Wendell in the truck, uh, I hold somewhere in my heart a place for their childhood. Mm. You yeah. know, not to say that it's something an audience could see, but that is just something as a, the actress that I like to do, is to, to think about them. Like, I just see them like little kids when they're supposed to be asleep at night and mom and dad are asleep and they're still awake just doing games and stuff. Uh, kind of mischievous. I think of them like that. And I like to kind of carry that that feeling of these two as little kids together. Mm. That makes me happy. That's my own canon, is that what you called it? Head, head canon, yeah. Uh, head well, canon, yeah, I like that. You know, some sometimes writers will give you a ton of backstory for your character, and sometimes they leave a lot of that in your hands, and sometimes they hold stuff back. And it's always interesting to see what um, you know you do as the process as as, a, as an actor to sit there and and uh, develop that when you know you don't have as much information as as uh, some characters yeah, sometimes get. Be- so. Because of that, it's like you, you start to be careful. You don't want to build too much because what if all of a sudden you get a script that goes completely uh, against what you've built up in your head and then you can find yourselves at a bit of a performance right. crossroads. Like, yeah. How do I jump this fence? So I, I don't go too far into specifics, you know, I mean, because look, all of a sudden she's Sarah Rubinowitz, you know, that's a big piece of information. And so... You know, had I made up some other story regards to her faith system, um, I'd have I'd have had to jump a fence. Yeah, I, I guess I mostly kind of go on how does she operate, and I have, and those are not specific things, but just sort of, you know, the the basic emotions like anger or frustration or yeah. uh, regret, you know, <laughs> those things. You didn't write up your own little mini novel, Sarah misses Cheerios, and and you know she had you know, a dog named Snoopy. No. I didn't. I did not. Although I'll say this, I wish she had a crow. <laughs> <laughs> have you yeah. have you told the writers that you'd like a crow? I mean, because this is, you know, again, just like Dustin, Dustin actually asking, you know, this is... I don't, we don't, we don't, you know, really get to have much, we don't see the writers too much, you know, they're, they're in LA, we're in Austin, so... I knew it! Yeah. I knew it! <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just because I live here, and uh-huh. like things will happen, and I'll be like, "There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> like, there's no way these things would happen either to Texans or this this place is not anywhere near this or something. I don't know. I'm so, that's that's kind of going like I, I I knew that the that the the writers had not didn't have a lot of deep seated you know Central Texas knowledge. 
as soon as they showed up. Oh, well, <laughs> well uh, the nebulousness is intentional, by the way. That, that's, I think, intentional. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's like, because if they start to get too, 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 I mean, it goes both ways because it's also like the attention to detail on this show is amazing. Right, like you, they are, they are so, so. They will research the hell out of something to make sure they have it right because we know how our fans catch that stuff. Do you know what I mean? But definitely, like location-wise, and I think that part of it is because we we need to sort of remain a little bit anonymous. You know, maybe that's part of it. But the writers will come out. You know, when when the you know, like each episode sort of has a specific writer's name to it. They do come out when the episode is shot. And so, you know, they they do a lot of research. They do a ton of research. Yeah. Oh, I'm not suggesting yeah. that they they don't or anything like that. I just, you know, I yeah. just, every once in a while, like, like before, and this was even before Fear the Walking Dead was even on the air, when Walking Dead, like whenever they'd have a walking down the road scene, you'd like, yeah, they walk down the same road, the same like three fourths of a mile down the road, and every time they do that, like I know that not we were not the only people that noticed that, but you know, yeah. I, I can well, see you how know, that can be difficult to. It is well, that's the film commission in the states, right? Like yeah. you can only that that's what's what's available for us to shoot, you know, and depending on the weather or anything, like its availability, all of that. But I'll say this, man, they do a great job finding locations. We're just all over. It's incredible. Oh, and, and Central Texas has so many different places to go. And th- like you wouldn't think oh, that, unbelievable. you know, yeah, it's just m- mountains and, and cliff faces and plains and deserts, yeah. like all within 100 miles of each other. You know, I know it really is. Abs- I got to say, that's one of my favorite parts of of this job is just discovering texas it's so gorgeous well anytime anytime you want i can i can take you to some 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 great hidden places we could go we can go to pflugerville and you know i've heard of that i've heard of pflugerville go to green hall listen to some music (laughs) (laughs) where did i go oh actually uh, last season on a day off, uh, Colby Minifee and I went and uh, Bailey, uh, how do you say it, Gil Goldvick, uh, we went to a rodeo in, in uh, Tejas, Texas. Uh-huh. That was fun. Yeah, at the VFW uh, probably. <laughs> no, it wasn't the VFW. It was a full-on awesome little rodeo. Like they do it oh, every yeah. weekend. It oh, was really so cool. cool. It was full-on footloose. <laughs> loved it so is there is there anything that you can tease for us about about the upcoming season anything you're allowed to kind of like dangle in front of us uh let's see well i mean you know we've all gone separate ways right yeah you know that so the, the season itself is going to have a little bit of a different vibe to it in that they're going to be doing a lot more, I guess they, you would call them anthology episodes where they do 
dig deeper into um, the characters, you know, since we're not like all together, you know. So you'll you'll get some more individual, um, a, a, a deeper look, I would say, into some characters. Uh, what else could I say? <laughs> um, <sighs> this is hard. Um, oh, I uh, I learned how to drive a truck. Uh-huh. I Sarah is legit truck driver now. I'll say oh. that. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, always it's and, always nice to have something to fall back on just in case this you know TV star thing doesn't work out. The guy that was teaching me, who's like job security, I'm like, you know, that's right. <laughs> 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 but that that is actually something that uh, really excites me. You know, it, it just it makes Sarah so much more real for me when I'm literally driving the truck. Mm. You know jumping in and out of it it's like and they luck out because uh i made their shop a hell of a lot easier <laughs> oh yeah you don't have to put put the stunt driver in there to get that stuff to work that is exactly right yes i know i know so that's cool well I like that have you uh have you started shooting the the next uh next season yet or where are you guys the in that season? process Season started shooting uh, in November. Indeed. Well, I'll have to. And that's I'll all have to... I can. <laughs> that's all Fair enough. That's all Fair enough. Well, yeah. We wouldn't want to get you in trouble with the legal department. No, either. exactly. It's, <laughs> it's underway. Yeah. Rest assured, the show is being made. <laughs> There's sweat and blood and tears abound. It has begun. It's well underway. <laughs> well we're well, looking if, forward to it and and if while you're shooting you ever see like a random uh chubby bearded guy in a hoodie <laughs> uh like you know call security <laughs> mo call security look you gotta be careful i got a tire iron okay i'm gonna take you out <laughs> just to protect the set yeah. you know I don't drop my character when I'm on set. It's just, you know, 24-7, oh. <laughs> Sarah. Oh, she's, she's method, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'm so method. So do not come call, crawling through the grass at me or you will be gone. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a bizarre question and it's totally like off the, off the wall or whatever, but I've, I've heard that there are people that have been playing zombies on both shows or for like since the show began like people who are not of yeah. course can't be credited actors but like i've been playing zombies like as their full-time job on this show for like do you have like zombie buddies like you're like oh yeah, yeah. they they um listen the, i cannot say enough good and show enough respect for the people that play our walkers they are absolutely incredible i'm blown away by their commitment to it because they're out there, you know, in these long hours too, but they're wearing what they're wearing, you know? And, um, but they want to be there. They, they're choosing to come back and do it again and again and again. Um, they're just into it. They're really into it. And they're super cool. They're just incredibly cool people. Same with our stand-ins too. Like we have just, I mean, our, the crew, everyone is so incredible, but 
Our stand-ins are amazing. You know, it's like they don't get the accolades we do, but they're they're right there. You know, they're they're out there in the cold too. They're out there in the hundred and whatever degrees. Yeah, but those walkers are amazing. Yep, kudos to them. Much appreciation. Well, I know that you are don't have all the time in the world, and we greatly appreciate yeah. giving us some time oh, uh, tonight. So nice. so great talking to you guys. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm, I'm glad, glad you enjoyed. Made made the ask. Good for you. <laughs> well, I think my next goal is probably going to be Coleman Domingo because I have all sorts of queer theory questions to ask him. So, oh, hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah. But thank you, you so much, Mo. This has been just like the highlight of my whole month. Like, well, that's sweet. <laughs> because seriously, reach, reach higher, reach higher, dude. <laughs> but thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> we really appreciate it, and we we appreciate your time, and we appreciate the work you're doing on the show. We uh, we're enjoying it. Dustin and I have been championing for a while now the idea that uh, the more positive. Uh, search for hope version of the walking dead that fear of the walking dead really has been the idea that hope is a thing that should be chased um, is a good thing. And so I, really I, appreciated. I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you again. And uh, you yeah. have a good rest of your night and, uh, you know, see you, see you on the show, I guess. We'll see you on the show. We'll see you online. And thanks again for chatting. You guys take care. Thank you. You oh, too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Is she gone? She is gone, yes. Oh, my God, Tim. <laughs> it happened. Yes, it did. Oh, that was so cool. I, all right, guys, I have to, I have to just really like tell you break down some like 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 real stuff about how this show is done for you so that you can really appreciate what happened to get mo here on our show so i am flighty like 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 the dumbest dumb person you could ever ever imagine tim is constantly chasing me down to try and get me to record and you know i am just like so busy or so tired or so just don't want to do it today that like we are that's why we're late 90 percent of the time is that i missed we're we are scheduled meeting on tuesday and so then he texts me on wednesday and i'm like oh can we do it thursday and then so like every single bit of production work of of dotting I's and crossing T's is all 100% Tim, middle name unknown, Harvey. Ronald. 100% of it. Is it seriously Ronald? Yeah, Timothy Ronald. Timothy Ronald Harvey. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I am my not. Dad, anyway. My dad's best friend growing up, his name is Ronald. So. Well, there I met you him. Know. He's awesome. So. That being said, when I tweeted out to Mo that I wanted her on our show and she tweeted back saying, well, all I got to do is ask me. And then she and I started talking about it in the DMs of Twitter. I was just so elated and so happy. And then I had to 
I had to like turn around to Tim and be like, make all the technical things for this to happen, happen. Because I don't know any of it and I can't do any of it. And then Tim made it happen, you guys. I cannot even express to you, Tim, how grateful I am to have a partner like you who realizes how sketchy and flighty and ridiculous I am and then makes the accommodations for that and then makes the magic happen. I just can't even, I, I can't even express how happy I am that we have been able to do this podcast even when we were in Kansas City. And then for the last year and a half here in tech, well, I've, we've been separated. Like I have to, I just have to, you know, I was tell you how much I appreciate you right now because it's, it's probably one of the best things I've got going uh, socially. And uh, you're just the biggest part of it. You, I'm, I'm just talent. You're, you're the director. You're the co-host. You're the producer, and it's awesome. And I thank you so much. Well, my pleasure. And a, after all of that, to sit there and say the technical part was really pretty easy, seems a little bit of a letdown, but it was, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> but the fact, that, so, so again, to turn this around. Dustin is also, you, you know, you are more likely to go and just ask somebody to come on the show. Um, and so it's the, the we complimentary personalities for this kind of thing. So um, I just, I'm glad I was, I seriously, when, uh, when Dustin told me that he'd asked and she said, yes, uh, I was like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was, that was fantastic. And then it was just, uh, um, uh, we curiously enough, and I know that I, I'm not on Twitter enough to know how hard this can be sometimes, but we just, we, there was initially a little bit of difficulty with being able to DM her and from, from this Apocalypse Now account, because that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to make sure that she was seeing this was coming from an actual thing that we do. It wasn't just, you know, random people saying, hey, come on our, you know, right. on our thing. We're random people who have, a Twitter account <laughs> that's, you know, that's named after our show. And, and, and we, you know, and if you've listened to our show, you know, we've been doing this for several years. We've been doing this for a while. We do have, you know, joke about, about our four listeners, but you know, we, we have people who listen to the show and have been listening to it for a while. So we, I think that there was, there certainly was enough of what we've already done. And, and like she said, you know, Mo hadn't had a chance to listen to the show and that's perfectly fine. She's a busy lady. Um, I hope she does. I hope she. Uh, I hope she enjoyed this experience, um, and uh, listen to some of our other episodes. This is your, your our little pitch to you, Mo. Uh, share the show with the with the rest of the cast, and maybe they want to come on the show too. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, this was this was fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad you said, you know, come on the show because, folks, this is not the first time he has said this. He said it to me a lot. Mm -hmm. I like. I'd love to have Mo Collins on the show. Yeah. Uh, so this was not a can we we can just you know oh we can get Mo Collins. It was Dustin Dustin you know time and time again saying I'd like to have Mo Collins on the show. That would be awesome. Yeah, and and I really like. I I hope that I was able to expect like because I have been a fan of hers like and like of the the Mad TV cast like I like I said I that show really was formational for me in the way that I view comedy and. I follow those actors whenever I see them in something like Key and Peele or, or Nicole Sullivan. I followed her career. I followed Mo Collins' career. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mention to her, but I did watch. She was on this terrible reality VH1 reality show uh, where she, uh, where Andy Dick was going around uh, apologizing to people for horrible things he did to them while he was drunk. And I can't, I can't to this day tell you whether or not that was real or some kind of like semi faked staged reality or whatever Mm because it was just so bizarre such a weird show but mo was on an episode of that show and i watched that episode of that show because she was on it and i was just like you know because i'm i'm i i really am devoted to to that that you know mad tv's cast and the way that they were impactful for me so you know i was really wanted and i knew she would be a hoot i knew that she would you know want to you know, be game to talk about stuff and that, you know, so that was really cool. Yeah. I, uh, Mad TV came out in 1995 and I had just started working for Borders Books and Music in Wichita, Kansas. And I would get off work and I would go home. And, um, if I wasn't, you know, if it, was, if it wasn't a night where, cause I was a retail schedule, you know, I worked whenever, uh, but, uh, I would get home and I would it'd be one of the shows that I just absolutely had to watch when it was on. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's the, there's, there's that, and you and I have had this before and we've gone to conventions and things like that, where we've met, uh, and we've been on film sets with actors that we've known who are, who are, you know, famous or, or, or famous within their genre. And we've been to conventions and talked to these folks and interviewed them and done stuff like that before. And it's always that wonderful feeling when you get a chance to talk to someone who you've been following for, yeah, you know, a significant chunk of their career or, or your own life. Um, you've been a fan for them, uh, theirs for a really long time. It's so great to get a chance to talk to them and get and to hear what they are experiencing, you know, because we know actors, we you and I are, are actors. Um, right. and, and we, you know, we've, we know what the life is like and the life can be like for some of our friends, certainly for our friends who are doing this professionally on a regular basis. And it's always just fascinating to hear the stories, people talking about, about how they do what they do. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm really, really happy that you asked. And she said, yes. <laughs> well, I am too. Unfortunately, um, we are not filming or taping when we normally do. And so I'm starting to be inundated by children who need me to cook dinner. So Tell them I'm... to, no, 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 absolutely. You got to <laughs> feed the children. You have yes. to feed the children. It, it's, it's very important. They got to grow up big and strong, which they are doing. Good Lord. Yes. So... Trinaya is fast. She told, called me from from school today and said that the coach said she, or her track coach said she's fast. So I think that's cool. <laughs> I have no doubt. And Jamila, Jamila has to do a diorama for school that's due tomorrow, so we have to go. Oh, okay. Well, you have fun with that, and I will probably make some dinner here myself. So all right. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Um, obviously, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, which is where we did all this wonderful stuff to connect with Mo. Um, you can leave us a comment. You can follow us on, in those places. You can communicate with us through that. You can also find us on podcast.com and iTunes, where you can leave us a comment and a rating uh, on both those platforms. And that would be great, too, because obviously it helps people find the show when you do that. And we'll do another episode of Zompocalypse Now. The Walking Dead is coming back this weekend. Yeah. We, so we missed our Harley Quinn episode. Maybe we'll do that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to that. Um, but yeah, we hope you'll join us again next week for another episode of Zompocalypse Now. Yay!
Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.